Welcome, everybody, to the 17th episode of the Salsia Art Podcast. My name is Jesse. I'm the guy behind the Salsia Art Instagram name. This is a podcast where we talk about favorite movies, games, um, really anything about really good storytelling. And recently, um, one of the topics I thought would be interesting is about teen movies and teen shows. And the reason being is that those years are actually just kind of weird because you're at a point where you're starting to gain independence, you're starting to kind of find yourself, but at the same time, you're still under all these restrictions and you're trying to kind of navigate it. At that age, something as simple as going to a concert can become this huge adventure. It could be exhilarating and terrifying at the same time. Same thing with going out with somebody for the first time. Um, teenagers are just really interesting and a lot of fun to watch. So today I'm joined by two people that have been friends since they were teenagers, which is crazy to think about. The first one is my wife. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Oh, hi, Heather. <laughs> and her friend, who I've also talked about on the podcast, which is Lindsay, Matilda herself from our D&D podcast. Go ahead. Hi, everyone. And today we're going to be discussing favorite teen movies, favorite teen shows, and characters, things like that. So the first thing I want to talk about is what is your favorite teen movie and why? Now, real quick, I want to share some of the answers that some of the listeners gave us. Um, Let's Crash This Parade, who is a big contributor. The guy is also really big into films, has his own YouTube channel, and I highly recommend checking it out. He's got some really interesting takes. Um, he said Edge of Seventeen. He said all the relatable awkward teen shit is in there, and it's surprisingly funny, and it's a more mature take on the genre. Like, it feels like it's for adults looking back rather than for teenagers who are currently in it. Um, Brent, who's Rorick himself from the D&D podcast, said Empire Records is one of the most criminally underrated teen movies. One of my favorites that's not, uh, that not many people are familiar with. And let's be real, Can't Hardly Wait was like the best one. Mm. So that's theirs. Who wants to share theirs first? Uh, why don't you? You want me? Okay, no problem. My favorite teen movie is Superbad. And <laughs> the reason being is, um, as crazy as the movie is and stuff, and obviously there's some nutty things that happen in the movie, the relationship between the characters, in my opinion, are probably the most realistic that I've seen. Um, the the entire scene where they're inside like the Seven the Eleven and they're having this conversation. They're talking about girls. They're talking about things they've done and like you know just basically just being little obnoxious teenage kids inside of a convenience store. To me, that was probably the most realistic dialogue I've ever heard. Particularly the part where um, I think it's Seth turns to Evan as they you know they bring everything up to the register. He's like still telling the story and he goes to this, like Evan like you got this right. That was me pretty much. Um, every morning when I was growing up in high school, I'd get a ride with my best friend. Uh, his dad would drive us. He'd drive us to 7-Eleven. We'd be talking about the same stuff. Um, we'd go to the counter. Sometimes I'd have money. If I didn't, I'd be like, oh, you got this right. And yeah. We, I was a little bit of a freeloader. So, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, the whole entire thing is relatable. They're both, they're not really, like, popular guys at all. They're kind of losery. And, you know, Evan's like a video game dork and stuff, and you don't really see them as being anyone that, I don't know, is completely super attractive or anything. So, I don't know, for me, that was probably the most realistic and real relatable movie that I've seen, and the funniest. I can agree with that. Okay. Uh, the guys that I would hang out with when I was younger, they were a lot like the guys from Superbad. So I can see that, mm -hmm. but obviously I can't really relate to it. <laughs> from my side but. well I thought they did a pretty good job of like showing the girls perspectives as well like when they were talking sure. they had Jules I think Jules is probably one of the best romantic leads just cause she seemed pretty well developed 
You know, she wasn't just like yeah. this pretty girl. She actually had a really cool personality too. Yeah, I, I agree with that. But it wasn't a, a main focal point in that movie. Yeah, but if so. they had done like a spinoff with her, I think it probably would have worked. I mean, her friends, I don't know. Her friends were kind of like whatever, but her herself was very interesting. I don't know. Did you ever see it? I did. Okay. What did you think of it? It was good. It was funny. Okay. Um, I think it pushed a, a few boundaries on reality. <laughs> okay. Um, Definitely. And her as the lead, I would say, I don't know. I kind of felt like she was trying to be who she really was, but she wasn't because she was also trying to play the popular girl. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a foot in both sides there. Yeah, so yeah. I feel like there could have been more to that, but mm-hmm. I have seen it. It's funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, one of my favorite scenes though was when they're at that party and they clearly don't belong there. And that's, I think one of the reasons I really like it is because I've been at those parties where I'm just like, I don't belong here. Like, I do know. I don't know why I'm here. I don't know anybody. I don't like what's going on around me. I would like to go home. So. That's like any party for me, so. Yeah. yeah. Any party is not the party I need to be at. Exactly. It's it's too people-y. Not a fan. Too people-y. All right. How about you guys? Um, One thing I just just wanted to bring up. Sure. Uh, Do you know who we saw Superbad with? The uncut super bad oh, Jesus Christ. Please tell me not a parent. <laughs> was it? <laughs> Shit, I'm It drinking. was. Literally. My mom and dad. <laughs> mom and dad. <laughs> We're dad, not together. My dad was cracking. Really the did hell your up. research there, Red? Oh, God. I think it was so my dad's hard. idea. Like, hey, we should go see this movie. I, he, it looks really fun. I'm like, yeah, it does the look really funny. The scene was just. Oh, like that's right, where he's drawing all the dicks. That's yes. How far was that into your relationship? Um, <laughs> not not well enough I, that it, it was yeah. normal. Yeah. Thankfully, they, my parents didn't see... I don't know, maybe they're awkward with you. They didn't, my dad was totally normal about it, so... I don't it was know. just weird. I know. At any point in your life, it's weird to see something like that yeah. with your parents. I don't know. That's how I feel. I don't know. My dad's always been like, look, sex is a thing. Don't let it freak you out. Like, in movies and stuff, he's like, I'm not gonna... At first, I was like... Getting prepared to cover, like, I get it, cover my eyes, like, no, that's a thing, like, sex is a thing, you're eventually you're gonna grow up and see these things, um, I think I was, like, 11 or 12, he was like, I'm not gonna cover your eyes, you're not, I know you're a kid, but at the same time, like, this is what life is, so, we've always had a more open relationship in regards to sex, he's always been very, just matter of fact, well, hey, you know, protect yourself, make sure you're responsible, all that. Very progressive. Very, yeah. So, I don't know, hopefully I'll be the same with my kids, um. But go. I mean, to derail. Go ahead. Um, for favorite. Yeah. Lindsay, do you know yours? Mine. Yeah. Okay. I kind of cheated on most of these and <laughs> okay. added my own things in, so hopefully oh, oh. no one minds. But I kind of did a then and now portion because I okay. feel like, you know, I've grown a lot as a human being, That's and really also cool. the teen dramas uh-huh. have changed as well. Yeah. As I've gotten older, and there, I feel like there's a lot more now too with mm-hmm. Netflix and all the other channels Hulu that you can get um so my then was the movie A Walk to Remember and then my now is To All the Boys I've Loved Before oh yeah cause okay. I don't know two way different things but two not. different movies but, but not, not. Yeah. <laughs> but but uh-huh. Those were the two things that, that I... That movie keeps being brought up. <laughs> well, it's funny because I was kind of hoping to be brought up because one of the few where I'm I'll like, I saw... The, oh, no, not a walk to remember. Uh, to oh. all the boys I ever loved. Because you kept going on and on about it and, like, you don't like movies. So if you're like, this is my third time watching, I'm like, really? 
is it that good? And then I'm like, well, you've seen Gilmore Girls a billion times, and I still think that's terrible. But I sat and watched the movie with her, and I was like, oh, you know what? This is really good. It has a lot of heart. And I really like the relationship between the daughter and the father, which surprised me. I love me. that relationship. It's really cute, and I think they did a fantastic job I think it's as it. wholesome as you can get in this uh-huh. generation without being too sappy yeah, and it, unrelatable. Mm, yeah. Well, that's definitely the thing. Like, it, you're right. It was like it. It was sappy, but not. It was in a way where like you can you'd accept it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. what was it about the sh- the movie that you liked so much? What about each of them? Um, I guess a walk to remember was slightly relatable because it was this meek church girl uh-huh. who didn't know much about makeup, didn't know much about mm-hmm. boys, really didn't care about that world, and was just trying to live her life. You know, from the outside, it seemed. And then, of course, Bad Boy, which uh-huh. I don't know why, but every girl at some point finds some bad boy to relate to, right? And this then, is sounding like Gilmore Girls, but okay. <laughs> I know, it is. It's like every drama ever, but... Uh-huh. And then somehow, through what they go through together, he kind of flips even his way of life and mm-hmm. kind of changes... I don't want to say just for her, but finds that, you know, he can be who he is and still be a good person. Yeah. And he doesn't have to do all the bad things he was expected to do. Mm-hmm. And I just felt like it was a really pure relationship between the two of them, regardless mm-hmm. yeah. of the conflict that was there, because mm-hmm. there was something really major. I mean, I don't think I'm spoiling Walk to Remember Dan for anyone, but <laughs> yeah. just in case. Um, <laughs> but for Jesse. I know, but their relationship was just mean? really good. Um, didn't it just have its it tenure? It like when I was I a think freshman. Like, it it's it's at least ten. It just oh. had its anniversary, so a walk to remember. Yeah, right? no, like it came out when I was like fourteen or fifteen years old. It's mm-hmm. it's it's an oldie. Yeah, oh by now. So yeah, if you haven't seen it yet, feel free to spoil it. Like I've made him watch it far too many times. Okay. <laughs> Okay, well, okay. now what is it that you liked about the second movie? Um, to all the boys I loved before, I think what I really enjoyed was... Like it I think because it was, it was modern, it was mm-hmm. modern, but it wasn't. It was, like, nostalgic as well. Yeah. Like, I don't know, I felt like both things at once. Like, I mm-hmm. felt like if this played when back when I was a teen, I'd still love it. Yeah. But even though it's now, I still love it. Because mm-hmm. it's just fully relatable. Mm-hmm. And... I don't know. And a lot of this stuff was handled really well. Yeah. Um, and not in the typical teen fashion. Mm-hmm. Like, the whole hot tub scene... That could have been done totally differently. Like, oh, they could yeah. have just gone through and said that they had sex. But mm-hmm. they didn't. Like, yeah. they turned it around, and that's not what she did, because that's not how who she is. Uh-huh. That's not what she wants to be remembered for. And then the whole, like, modern Instagram thing where her sister helped her take it down. Mm-hmm. So it kind of had, like, now and stuff from then. So yeah. I don't know. I just really liked mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Well, one thing I noticed about the character, too, was, like, there's a lot of, there's two different ways that they tend to go with these characters where it's either they're incredibly awkward and nerdy or they're super popular and like oh you know you want to be them but she was actually relatable to me she seemed a lot more real than most of the leads you see in these kinds of movies and I like the fact that you know she could be nerdy or awkward but she wasn't so overtly where it's just like Jesus Christ it's like the new guy all over again you definitely know? she was like smart but she was also naive in certain yeah. things because she hasn't lived life yet uh-huh. which is how you are yeah. when you're a teen exactly all right, how about you? Mine was really hard because it's a movie that I liked from childhood through teens and all, and I could still go back to it. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I would necessarily call it a teen movie, but I really love Now and Then. Like, that's, uh-huh. like, 
one of my ultimate, ultimate movies. Lindsay's going to blink. I'm, you want to help her out? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, it sounds familiar, but I'm blanking me, on what like, it is. It's like the girl version of Sandlot, if that makes mm, sense. Yeah. With Rosie O'Donnell. Yes. 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 Is that I, set? I do. I can't I do. believe that worked. <laughs> I do. I yeah. remember it. But it felt it's, like the boys had that Sandlot. That was really emotional, I remember. That. But it yeah, was still it's very fun. Emotional. It was still fun. It still had the mystery about it. It uh-huh. was so interesting it, to me that that's yours. Well, I just, I felt like I could relate to it in a lot of the years, a lot of the situations I would go through. And then even as a teenager, like, I was still trying to find, like, a group of girls to be my friends. Mm-hmm. And I always ended up with the boys, and I always wanted to be, you know, with those group of girls. So I got to live through it through the film mm-hmm. and then finally you know i found a group of girls that actually loved that film too so it was it was pretty neat i, I always go back to it mm-hmm. i'll definitely be introducing it to my kids that's for sure yeah well i remember like when it came out i think my dad made us go watch i'm like oh i want to see it's a girl movie but then you know you watch it and it's actually a lot of fun it was really interesting to see the different girls and their different like their personalities and stuff and how they all kind of come together i was like oh you know it was still relatable, even though you know I was a boy at their age. But still, like I, I got it, and I understood it, so it was pretty good. And it was a lot of fun too when you see them growing up and seeing the things that they they're facing at that current time. You know. Yeah. yeah. Cool. What was the next one? Uh, all right. So second question is favorite teen show. All right. Anyone who wants to go first. Favorite teen show. Hey, have you answered oh. that one yet? I know it's hard. That one's hard. I had a very hard time with this one. I was still trying to pin it down to four. Mm-hmm. Um, favorite one? It, it, it's back and forth. Can I have two? Yeah. I mean, it, I changed the rules. Again, yeah. I so two? why can't you? Yeah, yeah. That's fine. Um, I think I would go back and forth between Freaks and Geeks and Popular. Uh, Those are very good ones. I don't know, Freaks and Geeks, they, they touched on, on stuff in a more serious light, and mm. it was more relatable, and then popular, it was funny, it had that, that mm. humor to it, still, you know, bringing up the same teen situations that you go through. Mm. So I had that light and kind of darker, grayish pick, in a yeah. way. But those two, definitely. Mm. Those are both really good ones. What about you, Lynn? <laughs> Mine are not as well-rounded. <laughs> okay. um, I put my then was Buffy, and oh, my Buffy. house didn't have cable, so like uh-huh. I went to the diehard ways of having my grandmother on VHS tape it for me, <laughs> like every Tuesday or whatever, yeah. and then I would go to her house the next week and uh-huh. pick up the VHS copy so I could be in tune with it. Yeah. Um, I was a diehard Buffy fan. Mm. It just it spoke to me. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't, but I was obsessed I mean, I can see, like, how you can admire the character herself. Like, I don't know, she's cool, she's strong, she's smart, like, she's got a good group of friends and stuff, and she's the chosen one. Like, you, it's the same reason I like Veronica Mars. Like, you look at these characters and you you have a, a judgment immediately. If you don't know them, you immediately think, oh, you know, teenage girl, whatever. But that's the thing, you underestimate them. They're actually way more badass than they look. You know, with Veronica Mars, she's very smart and sleuthy, but with Buffy, she can literally kick your ass. So, yeah. Um, I was a fan of Buffy. Joey and I, my brother, yeah, 100%, which is so weird because it's a show, you know, 
we saw it's like oh, a show about teenage girls. Not like, only that, but it was vampires. like on Channel Five, yeah. so you're like, oh no, this is gonna be it's gonna be garbage. you know specifically for girls at least. Yeah, that's how it felt. But then all of a sudden we found ourselves like every week like checking in, like oh shit, what's gonna happen with you know Buffy and Giles and Xander and yeah. Willow. Not only that, but like every single time had a different monster. Like uh, who was it, coming it, up with all these monsters? <laughs> like I was well, never had the same monster twice besides well, a vampire. It's well, that's like, what it was charmed. crazy. Uh, it's like charmed as well. Well, that's the thing. Like it kind of set up the template for all the shows that came after even like if you look at like flash and arrow and stuff it's basically doing the same thing where it's yeah. monster of the week overarching storyline and yeah. the same thing like you've got a main character who's really cool but at the same time they got this you know supporting cast and all the supporting cast is awesome as well like there's always somebody in that cast that you're like that's my person that's who i relate to the most this is the this is the second reason i chose i tune in aside from the main character so yeah i'm 100 percent behind you with that one it's a great one I'm wondering, do you still have those VHS tapes? I'm sure at my mom's I do. <laughs> Honestly, they're uh-huh. probably in a bin somewhere in the garage. I probably have most of them. I mean, mm. of all the, what is it, seven or eight seasons, I, I have most of them. Yeah, I'll be honest, though, I did drop off after she got, went to college. I'm like, uh, I'm good. It got it did get a little rocky. Yeah, it, but yeah. being a diehard fan, sometimes you have to go through things even though uh-huh. it's not good. Yes. I never went back. Um, I'm afraid to admit. There were a few episodes where I was just like, no, okay, this is too far. Yeah. Um, but like the whole mm. did you ever see the one where she was she there was a robot? No. There was a robot version of her walking around and people didn't know it was her. <laughs> and like at that point Spike was in love with her, uh-huh. so he made her do things with it. I was I was like, This is insane. This uh-huh. is just ridiculous. Spike was a fun character though. But it was, yeah. yeah, he was. Um, no, but there were some great episodes. Like the episode where like it was silent. That was such a good episode. Where Somehow it's still, still one oh, of the creepiest the things. Oh, hundred percent. Was that the dream or nightmare one? Is that the one? I can't remember. All saying? I know is at some point, like, no sound in the. Entire it's the thing. one where there's the three gentlemen, and, and they have they have, they and have no suits faces. and suitcases and like I white that. faces. They uh-huh. would just travel around. Yeah, weren't they like mm-hmm. floating? They would yeah. float. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was that one. They had the musical episode, which now uh, tons of shows uh, do. I'm not a fan of musical episodes. I freaking love the musical episode. I'm just going to say it. But, but it's, it, again, it set up the, uh, the template where like they're going to do something crazy and then obviously you see all, the, all these other um, shows coming afterward and emulating the same thing. So big trailblazer with that show. Agreed. Yeah. Definitely. So what's your current favorite show? Current is Riverdale. Now hear me out. <laughs> now hear me out. It's it's gone a little crazy season three. I will say that. Uh-huh. And I know in general it's gone a little crazy. But I don't know. It drew me in even when I didn't want to be. Like when I knew it was going to be Archie reimagined. I was yeah. like, no. And I kept telling everyone who asked me because it seemed like a my kind of show. I was like, no. And then the first episode I was like, okay, sure. <laughs> And now we're in season three, and I'm regretting my decision, but I'm like, no, I'm going to keep on going, because that's just what I do. Like, oh when I God. like something, I'm just, I follow through. You stick through. it all the way through? Jeez. Yeah. You're a better person than me. Yeah. But I just have to. quit Nashville. Okay. <laughs> but with that, though, it, okay, I, okay, let me, let me reiterate now. Now, with Nashville, unlike any other show where you get your highs, and you get your lows, and then you get your resolution, you uh-huh. get that in every single episode and your emotions are so out of whack that by the Uh time you get to the next one you're like no more please no more (laughs) like there's so many things that Uh happen in these episodes that you're like this could never ever be normal and if it was i wouldn't want to live in a place like this right like so much happens okay i know it's a completely different show but that's how i feel with the walking dead where i'm just like
like, I don't want to go get attached to a character and they fucking kill him again. That's why some people don't like Game of Thrones because like they build up this character, you like the character, they fucking kill him. Walking like, Dead, how dare you? How dare like, you? And with The Walking Dead, you know people are going to die. Every episode, somebody's got to die. And it's like, why am I putting myself through this? So same thing with Nashville, you know that you're going to end up like high, then low, then, you know. And like, why do you put yourself through that? That's why like, with Heather, when she's like, oh, let's finish walking, watching The Walking Dead, I'm like, I don't know if I can. Like, she's got it. It's like pulling teeth. And finally, I'll agree and I'll enjoy it for the most part. But at the same time, I'm like, can I watch something where people aren't dying? Yeah, I get that way too, though. I have to have something happy, yeah. you know, to kind of end the night or wrap up the night. I can't uh-huh. go to bed with those bad, bad things. Yeah. It's just not how I am. So, so, I mean, he laughs at me, but sometimes uh-huh. I will. I will ha- I'll be like, can we just watch something nice now? Can yeah, I watch an episode of The Office? Because if I go to bed <laughs> after watching all of this depressed stuff, it will not be good for me. That's 100%. Us too. Like, we'll put on, like, 30 Rock or, like, I'll put on Parks and Rec or something for myself. That's what I fall asleep to because at the end of the night, like, I don't want to end with, you know, that Just simple. Bummer. You already get too much stuff out in the outside world. Like, uh-huh. I don't need a Debbie Downer right before I go to bed. Yeah. I feel like those are, like, the best ones to put on to go to bed. They have a lot of lull moments. Well, it's all She'll put on Gilmore Girls to fall asleep to. Soft well, speaking. That which is, which makes is fine. Because I mean, you get that la la la. Like, that's, that's a good way to fall asleep. My favorite uh-huh. is that the intro is so freaking loud as oh, compared yeah. to the actual show. Yeah, so you're just, like, blasting like the intro yeah. and then you're the like, oh, crap. is like that. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah, when really everyone else is trying out. to sleep it's bad um, alright for me and I had to really think because I was like oh Freaks and Geeks is really relatable and good um, same thing with, with uh, Wonder Years you've never what? seen it he's tried I think we own it he's tried I think um, but I just yeah. it's one of those things where I have a hard time going back in shows mm-hmm. I did it with The Office too yeah. it took me many tries to get into it and stay uh-huh. into it I don't know why well, once that Michael is left, like, it's really hard to get back into it because I, wa- I, I tried watching, I think, maybe one episode, and I was just like, no. Oh, man. I, I really liked it. Um, but eventually I landed on Daria. I loved Daria. I loved the way, I don't know, for me, like, it felt kind of like what it was like in high school, where you're just like, everything is dumb, everybody's dumb, the people in charge are dumb, the people at school are dumb, the government's dumb, like, everything was just like, you're just sick of everything, you don't want to deal with anything, and you have your friends, and they're the ones that kind of keep you saying, like, Yes, we agree. The world is dumb. The cheerleaders are dumb. Dang, hey, is, I know. <laughs> I was like, I was still like okay, that's authoritative. Gonna, that, that's, yes, ma'am. That, no, ma'am. That's going to lead to my next answer in a few. Don't worry. But no, I mean, there's that cynical version where you're just kind of like, this is all really stupid. And it never was like that. Really? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. I mean, like watching Dario where they do Six Sad World and they're, you know, they have these headlines. They're fake, but they're hilarious as hell. And you can kind of see them happening in real life. Um, and just, I don't know, the friendship between... Uh, Jane and Daria is a lot of fun. Um, it's kind of hard because you see them go through some tough times. Uh, and then it's also interesting to see, you know, her journey with her sister as well. Like, her sister pretends like she doesn't know her, that she's not related to her. And you see them kind of build and build. And eventually, like, as the series ends, you see Quinn come around. They really, like, as the series progresses, Quinn goes from some this 2D airhead. And you also you see, no, she's got layers. She's got feelings. She's got her own ambitions and stuff and she doesn't just want to be a pretty face eventually she does grow out of it she's at the beginning of the series she's just a kid and as she gets older you kind of get to see like the woman she wants to become and you see that she does in fact admire her her big sister it's one of the reasons why like you know we liked the name quinn um when when like kids were when we're thinking like kids names and stuff like quinn was one of the names i liked specifically because of that character Uh, but the show itself i don't know i just think it did a really great job of exploring certain issues like racism and um i don't know there's just 
like different clicks and stuff and showing it, it's I don't know <laughs> I'm like losing my train of thought I just think it was a fantastic show for being an animated show it was surprisingly well done yeah oh yeah I loved it and I loved music with it and just the original the, music yeah it was uh-huh. one of the only cartoons that I would watch uh-huh. uh, around that age I rewatched it on Noggin or some teen Noggin mm-hmm. late at night it would come on and I'd get excited to watch it all over again. But nice. it's a show that I continuously go back to. Well, you're I still the, watch it to this day. You're the one that introduced it to me. Like, I didn't watch it when it was out. I watched it when I was, like, 23. And so, like, by all accounts, I should not have found it relatable, but I still did. It's just, it's that good of a show. And, like, because here's the thing. Again, like, she doesn't like watching things for a long time, but as soon as she's like, it's out on DVD pre-ordered it the day it came out she's like we're going to best buy I'm like, all right cool that's that's fine so you knew me. it had to be something good oh yeah well that's the thing like she's introduced me to a lot of stuff where i'm like uh, i don't know she's like no just watch it and i watched it and just a lot of her taste is really good aside from one movie Eraserhead, which i don't know what you were on when you were like that's my favorite movie um but a lot of the other things she's shown me like everything's pretty much been great and even today, like, Letter Kenny, which she showed me, like, two few months ago, I'm still just like, I love that show. And she's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, I know. And it's like, shut, I get it. Like, poor Derek. We we drove him nuts with, uh, to be fair, last week when we were recording. Have you watched Letter Kenny? Uh, a few episodes, yeah. Okay. He plays you know, like, whenever they say, to be fair, everyone's like, to be fair. like, <laughs> And he kept saying it, and we kept getting on him about it. But, yeah. Uh, sorry. <laughs> um, did you ever watch Doria? Honestly, I didn't. Again, okay. no cable household, no internet household. So <laughs> things were a little limited. Not even uh-huh. like Jesse, you know, in his late 20s, discovering it. Um, Early 20s. I, yeah, that's not to say that I didn't have opportunities later, but uh-huh. I didn't. I mean, I'm not going to say that I haven't caught a few episodes, so mm. I know the, you know, general gist, but yeah. not enough to relate or understand it fully. Yeah, well, the, the crazy thing is, like, it's a spinoff character from Beavis and Bite, so... When I heard that it was coming, I'm like, uh, I don't know if it's going to be any good. Because I was expecting something like Beavis and Butthead. That's what I was hoping for. And I said I got something so much better than Beavis and Butthead. Um, so yeah, let's move on to the next topic, which is most relatable character. Um, really quick, some of the listeners sent in some answers. Uh, Nerdlife79 on Instagram said, Pretty in Pink, Ducky is the first one that comes to mind. Um, then my friend That's Adam. Interesting. <laughs> that says something. <laughs> we need to explore that in another podcast. Yeah. Uh, my my buddy Adam McCarthy. He said Abe Lincoln and Clone High for sure. I, Clone High is a cartoon. Got it. Yeah. Never it's, it's heard like of a that. I've, never, I've never heard of it either. Um, but I know Adam. Adam's big and lanky like Abe Lincoln. And I'm sure maybe the high school version of Abe Lincoln maybe is like. Is there a joke there? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> All right, so most relatable character. Anyone want to go first, or do you want me to go first? Uh, you go first. Okay. So I'm not sure if this counts, but I'm just going to say it. Uh, Harry Potter. And if Harry Potter was not... Fam- I want to know how okay. this is now, relatable. Okay, now here's, here's Please explain. Okay, now imagine Harry Potter. He's not special, and he's not popular. Um, so he's not Harry Potter. He's not really. Okay. Here's the thing. The guy lives at his aunt and uncle's. He's I a foster li- kid. <laughs> my parents were still alive, but I was living at my aunt's house. The dude spends a lot of time at his best friend's house to the point where like, he may as well be their extra kid. Same thing with me. When I was in high school, I was probably more at my best friend's house than at my aunt's house. And the reason I know that is because at one point, his baby brother, who was like two or three, was like, that's my brother Jesse. Like, I was the brother. All of a sudden, I, he's like, I was included in the family. Um... 
so similar to that. Also, you know, everyone likes, is like, oh, Harry Potter's a good kid, right? No, he is a dick. And, and if we're being honest, like, you've read the books, you know, like, in the end, he's kind of a dick. Right? Because he's being a jerk. Like, he can kind I'm of be, be a honest, jerk. I'm going to be honest, I've gotten, like, a you, few pages in. I have you've not. You've never read not, it? Have no, you ever seen the movies? Too. Yes, yes. Okay. Yes. Well, you know, in the movies, like, he does get an attitude, does get cocky. And, like, he kind of is angsty and stuff. And it's like, dude, I get it. You mean, like, a teenager? School. He's a teenager, oh. yeah. He's very much a teenager. <laughs> Who would have thought? And so, um, I'm like, and thinking back, I'm like, ah, oh, shit, I was a little piece of shit, too, when I was a teenager. But also, to that, too, is, like, people building him up because you're so special. That's the you're, hard part. You're the Harry Potter. Yeah. So, I mean, the outside forces kind of made him how he is. Yeah. That's totally true. Um... But yeah, I mean, that's also he's kind of an outsider. He's a little, he's a nerd and stuff. And I'm like, okay, that's kind of what I was thinking. The only other thing I was thinking was like Peter Parker and Homecoming. Same thing. He's like a nerd, and he's got his best friend. That's his buddy, and that's who he's got, and that's basically it. And you take away all the superhero stuff, and I'm like, yeah, it's kind of me. So, yeah, that's who I relate to. I don't know if it counts because it's Harry Potter and Spider Man, but technically, yeah, they're teens. They're we'll teen let you movies. have it. We'll okay. let you have it. Well, thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. So, what about you, Lindsay? Oh, um, so mine's kind of odd, but I'm just going to go out there and did say it too. Did you do before or now? Or? <laughs> no, no, on this okay. one, is, I only did the one. Um, so mine was Liz Parker from the original Roswell, and I'm sure no one has watched that because... Heather yeah. Oh, yeah? So my thing with being relatable to her is she was a small town girl and had everything in place and kind of felt like she knew the way everything was going to go for her life because again Mm. small town yeah and but then she also kind of wished for something else out there Mm -hmm. you knew she was looking for something she just Mm. didn't know what it was yeah and of course being an angsty teen of course that's what I was like I was like I hope there's more out there Uh I hope maybe there are aliens like at that point you just hope anything is different and cool and uh-huh. weird. But, yeah, I don't know. I just oh. felt like I could relate to that. And then, of course, you know, mm. spoiler again, she finds out that um, one of her classmates is an alien. And then her life just completely changes and does a 360. Mm. So, I don't know. I just really related to her character. Uh, would you say you found your alien? Um, He's something, all right. <laughs> For sure. Definitely did. You definitely turned your life around. Uh, definitely. <laughs> Whole three sixty plus plus. Yeah. Um, I think I think you tried to have me watch Roswell before, haven't you? It probably. I can't. It was either that or Cal X Y. No, I've no? never. Okay. I don't know. I think that came out when we were a little bit older, right? I have no idea. Yeah. I don't know, but I like what you were saying about like when you're a teenager, you kind of hope that there's something more out there. No, totally. Especially like if you're someone that like doesn't like to go out, you like to stay in. It's that whole fantasy. It's the of like, whole there's... book mentality, I yeah. think, too, from a reader's perspective. Uh, of there being you something see more than... so much out there and, you yeah. know, all the different genres. So you're like, yeah, something like this has to be real, right? Yeah, Maybe. aliens or Just something to hope to. Some... Exactly. Which I know is so weird because, like, my kid's constantly asking about monsters. I'm like, dude, trust me. If there were monsters, I would know. As a kid, that's all I was, like, wanting to be real. Cause <laughs> that was my mission. I tried real, looking. Like, there's all this whole other world that's real, you know. And, yeah, I'm like, dude, I, as a kid, I read every book I could about werewolves and vampires and oh. zombies. and Yeah, that's why I was yeah. really into mm-hmm. X-Men, though. Yeah. Like, I was really into X-Men. Oh, come on, I that just... aspect of, like, you could be special just by being born with exactly. this special way. Mm-hmm. Like, that's such a cool idea. Yeah, I always just imagine, like, one day I'll find out that, you know, I, I threw a kid across the hall with my 
freaking eyes. I don't or know. secretly adopted, yeah. which <laughs> means that my genetics yeah. might be compromised. I don't know. Yeah, like, oh, one of these days I'm going to find out. Something's going to happen. And you, now you're in your 30 and nothing's happened. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a little depressing. It's cool. It's That's all right. part of being young. That's when you start writing and you start writing about that shit happening. And then, yeah. Exactly. So how about you? What's, who's the most relatable character for you? I think mine would be Lindsay Weir and Freaks and Geeks. Oh, nice. Just because, like, going into high school, I was a certain way, and I felt like it wasn't me anymore, and I didn't know how to act or be, so I kept just floating from different friend cliques and just trying to find my way, and then all of a sudden, I found, like, my group, which Mm -hmm. was not exactly what I thought I was going to be part of. And it was just like a bunch of misfit guys and just weird culmination of people you wouldn't think would be friends. And uh, yeah, um, it, I, I will say I've met these friends and like you wouldn't think they go together, but they fucking do. It's very strange. <laughs> yeah. So it, it just I I relate to her a lot oh. and just trying to find who I am while being around other people and, and mm. taking it in. Yeah, well, it's interesting because she's like, she's a really sweet girl and she's a good girl. And to see her, like, she kind of falls in with this crowd that her brother doesn't think is, you know, worthy of them. Well, and she loses a friend and they show her oh, losing yeah, that Oh, yeah, grow apart. She feels bad, but at the same time, it's just, she's almost annoyed by her. Mm-hmm. It's like, why are you so naive still? Why are you such a little girl? Yeah. Like, grow up. We're, we're teenagers now. Let's, let's find our thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I actually had to go through that with girlfriends from middle school transitioning into high school. And it was really hard mm-hmm. on all of us. And it took a while. And it, it's just so relatable in that sense. Yeah. But, yeah, I, that's what I related to. Yeah. Well, I think that's one of the good things about moving a lot is, like, you don't, you don't have friends for so long that eventually you outgrow them. Because I can imagine that's got to be really painful. Well, for me, I did move a lot. And so I had constant friends from 7th through the end of 8th grade, so Mm -hmm. middle school, which was nice. It was probably one of the longest constants that I I had. Uh Like, it just... So, oh, geez. so you didn't have the, like, we all went to elementary school, we all went to junior high together, no. and then we Wait, all went to high school. Well, most of most of my people, just because uh-huh. we all live within the same district. So okay. it was oh. most likely that a uh-huh. lot of the people that you started with, you're going to end with. Yeah. For me, at least. I mean, I have one weird friendship <laughs> of a girl that I met going into first grade, and we had the same Lion King backpack, so we became best friends. And uh, then I moved away probably... Um, I think it was second grade. I moved away and uh, our parents let us do long distance because I was in Upper Michigan and she was in Chicago. And we kept in touch for as long as we could. And then it was probably about fourth or fifth grade we lost touch. And then I moved back to Chicago in sixth grade to a different neighborhood and everything. Ended up at the same school as her. So we reconnected in sixth grade. And then, um, you know, we went on to our different uh, middle schools, lost touch. And then after high school, my best friend in middle school ended up being a really good friend of hers from the same high school they went to. And we just keep reconnecting. Mm -hmm. And we've even reconnected down here in California as well, which is really creepy and Uh cool. And she's even met my husband's family and stuff. Yeah. So we've known each other since we were five, six years old. Just because of a Lion King backpack. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. 
That's interesting. Yes. But that's the only one that I have. I mean, I met one of my best friends because he was wearing, I think it was a Phoenix TX shirt. So all it took was like, hey, cool shirt. And then friendship. Just like that. Ended up becoming one of the groomsmen. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, how about you, Lindsay? Favorite? Oh, wait. Did we already go? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Did I do mine? Most relatable. Okay, we did. All right. So let's move on to the next one, which is favorite friendship in a TV show or movie. This was it's really hard. So hard. Yeah. There's it's a lot really of really good friends. Hard. Well, I know, Lindsay, earlier you said what yours was, and I thought it was interesting. So do you mind going first? Sure. Okay. I mushed this into something else because <laughs> I felt like the question was too narrow. So okay. um, mine was Rory and Lorelai from Gilmore Girls because I felt like even though they were mother-daughter, it was more of friendship first. And mm. for me, I thought that it was friendship first because... So many mother-daughter relationships you see or even that you're in yourself, you feel like there's not necessarily the friendship there. Yeah. And which is fair uh-huh. because there are different parenting styles and, and, you know, you do have to be authoritative at times. But yeah. it was just so cool to see how well they got along mm-hmm. and that it was possible. And I don't know. I just really enjoyed that. And that was, that was my favorite friendship. Yeah. Well, I think it's what's, what helps them is the fact that there's that age gap. Like, she had her very young, and so as a result, she's got a young mom that's still relatable, and they can still have fun with and go shopping with, probably likes the same music, so, I don't know, I mean, Heather, didn't, don't you, didn't you, I know I grew up with a young mom, too, and she uh, was, I mean, my mom was fairly young, she mm-hmm. wasn't too young, she was yeah. 23 when she had me, or something like that, but, um, yeah, she was kind of like, like, our our relationship was a lot like... Lorelai and Rory's Hmm. Um, just because it was just us for so long Hmm. Um, I have younger brothers and sisters but the closest age gap is I think 13 or 14 years Mm -hmm. so it's kind of hard so we had our own little life and I remember living in a small town in Michigan with her that was a lot like the small town that they had in Connecticut. And mm-hmm. it just was like the little things here and there. And my mom was going to college. At one point, I lived on campus with her in the family dorms. Like, it, it was a lot to relate. Yeah. And um, when Gilmore Girls came out, that was who I was watching that show with, was my mm-hmm. mom. And it was funny because we moved back to Chicago where my grandma was, and she's a lot like Emily. Mm-hmm. And my mom... Oh, yeah. <laughs> my mom and my grandma... <laughs> they're close they're a lot closer than you know the mom and grandmother uh, on the show yeah but they have that that divide like something's just not clicking uh-huh. right they just don't understand each other and um that's a lot like my my mom and my grandmother mm. and i was very close to my grandmother yeah well with both grandmas like your grandma and rory's grandma they both believe that you have to carry yourself a certain way and then like with your mom mm-hmm. and lorelei you can see that they're both like, no, just be yourself it's and live, just, your, live your life. My mom and you was see very that, like, free-spirited. Like, uh-huh. Her favorite bands were Offspring, the Offspring yeah. and you know Nirvana. And she was very quirky and granola-ish and just mm. crazy. I don't know. She still wanted to party sometimes, but then also be like that really cool mom that will drive you two hours to go to your dance recital or whatever it may be. Yeah. And... Um, I don't know. She just had that commitment to her daughter, just like how it is in the show. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot. There's a lot to relate. Yeah. That. Uh, maybe it's because I'm a dude, but like my relationship with my mom, despite the fact that she's very, she was a 
mom fairly young is less like Lorelai and Rory and more like Bobby Boucher from The Waterboy and his mom where it's just like horror you boy like she's that she's very protective for some reason my dad and me are very close I mean I guess if there was like a dude version of that it'd be me and my dad um, but yeah I can totally see why that would be your favorite like their relationship is you know they're there for each other and they support each other and there's points where you see Rory looking out for Lorelai and almost like being like the mom at some points where she's like, what are you doing? You know, why are you back with dad or something? So I, I know all this because Heather's made me watch it several times. <laughs> it's my comfy blanket. It's my security blanket, yeah, I would totally. say. Totally understandable. I mean, there's a lot of relationships in there I know that you enjoy and a lot of stuff that you relate to. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, how about you? Favorite friendship? Uh, favorite friendship would be Veronica Mars and Wallace. Oh, okay. Just, just because yeah. I was, like how I said, freaks uh-huh. and geeks. Like, I had my group of guys. Uh-huh. And, she, you know, she had her kid, Wallace. Like, yeah. I had that. Uh-huh. Unfortunately, had that. though, that's not how it started with her. It was because everyone turned against her that she yeah. had to kind of re- she, yeah. rely on somebody yeah, to be her friend. Yeah, she had to start all over, basically. Like, yeah. Well, what's cool, what I liked, what they did with them was at no point did they hint, like, there's going to be a romantic relationship that didn't happen, and I like the fact that that wasn't something exactly. they relied on because it's so Just a platonic friend. tired of like that mm-hmm. same thing. Like, will they or won't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you several. can have a platonic friendship. That's totally a real thing. You know, yeah, no, that's a really good one. No, but that was like another reason is you know she, everyone turned on her because of the whole, you know, dad sheriff guy and everything. If no one knows Veronica Mars, I've started the I'm spoiler. Sorry, but, <laughs> so but good. you have to check it out. But um, like everyone turns on her, and like I said in high school, like I felt like I was changing, and I had friends that were kind of. It felt like they were turning on me, and then well, I that and they turn it on a dime. I mean, yeah. it didn't yeah. have to be true. It didn't have to be exactly. real, and it could be something really stupid. It was very clicky, and that's so all it takes. Mm-hmm. You know, I found like my Wallace. I had mm-hmm. several Wallaces, and it just. I don't know, it reminds me of that. It's comforting. Yeah. And I like the fact that it was a very mutual relationship where they were, you know, they would just, they would both help each other out and stuff. Like, Wallace would go and do reconnaissance or something and, you know, Veronica would help him with whatever. Well, and with Veronica Mars, like, the dad being friends with the friends and helping out and kind of looking after the kids. Uh It just, it was nice. I love that. Yeah. And I like any show with a good, like, dad... Daughter. Well, that's what I was thinking. It was like, I also like the dad and daughter relationship. <laughs> yeah. That's a good friendship, too. Yeah. It is, yeah. Um, let's see. For me, um, this is a, it was really hard, but I was thinking about which ones that really surprised me and that really kind of got to me. I was like, and um, it was that new show on Netflix, Sex Ed, which came out like late last year. And there's two characters there's, there's the main character, Otis, and his best friend, Eric, who's like um, a cross dresser. I'm not sure. I know he's gay, but. Basically, have you seen the show at all, Lindsay? Mm-mm. Okay. So basically, the kid, the main character himself, his mom is a sex therapist. She's written all these books and stuff. As a result, he's kind of like throughout the years kind of gleaned on like why people do, do certain things. He's able to listen to, their, to the sessions that she has with her clients, unfortunately. So he hears everything and the things that she says. Now, at his school, he's not really popular. They kind of make fun of him a little bit for what his mom does. But then there's people that all of a sudden have issues with sexual things and they don't know who to go to and finally like they start going to him and there's this girl that kind of helps him like start up his own business where he's basically giving like psychological advice in regards to sex 
And throughout this, you see him and his friend kind of like, they're really close, but then they, they kind of drift apart as he's kind of going for this girl more. And there's a point where it's the best friend's birthday, and I'm, you know, it's a spoiler alert, but it's the best friend's birthday. They go, their whole thing is they go and see Hedwig the Angry, Angry Inch. And he's all dressed up in a dress. His best friend is dressed up in a dress as well. Oh, just the main character. And he's all ready to go. And then the girl all of a sudden is like, hey, I need you for this thing. He's like, uh, okay, I'll go and help you. Ditches his friend. His friend ends up missing the bus. Tries to go and find a way to get to the show. Um, ends up like missing another bus or something. He loses his wallet. He loses everything. He tries to go and find help. Ends up getting beat up. And so when he's finally able to get... he's in his dress he's dre- and in his dress and, and no one knows why. Oh. Yeah, and no one understands. It's his birthday and stuff. And, you know, um, he goes and finally does a call. Because teenagers are so fickle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, he's able to get one call because someone goes ahead and helps him out. And he calls Otis his mom. And so when he go, when Otis finally goes home and sees that, like, his best friend's there, and his best friend's, like, basically crying into his mom's shoulder... Uh, the best friend wants nothing to do with him. He doesn't want any, ex- any explanation. He's like, you should have been there. You're my best friend. And so you see, like, as the show begins to wrap up, you see him trying to make amends. You see how much the relationship means to him. I mean, the fact alone that he's willing to go out of his comfort zone and dress up like this to go celebrate with his friend, because that's what they do every year. It, it was kind of interesting to see that, because you don't really see that in most shows, you know. Um and it just really surprised me. I think it's reflective, too, of, of that time frame when you're a teen and you don't know how to juggle things. Yeah. Like, as an yeah. adult, you kind of learn and figure it out. But mm. it's like, Severities. oh, I like a girl, yeah. but I also have my best friend. So if she calls, do I go for her call or do I go for his call? Exactly. And, of course, you know, because you're trying to get somewhere, you're going to go with the girlfriend. And you mm. just don't know how to do that juggle yeah. well. You're more impulsive and stuff. There's not a lot of thought most of the time it's all gut reaction or feeling there aren't any steps it's you know it's 911 or not yeah Yeah. basically so Mm -hmm. yeah yeah I I thought that was a great one did you already do yours Mm -hmm. okay alright next one is favorite relationship in a series do you want me to go first? I feel bad <laughs> saying mine. Cause, Why? Because I know Lindsay's not going to agree with me. Oh, this is going to be fun then. <laughs> then you go first. Oh, no. <laughs> I can't even think of what it is either. When uh, do I not agree with you? I just... I love Logan and... Ryan. Oh, okay, you're right. No, you're right. <laughs> I, I should have known. I, I, I love I should have known. No. He brings her out. Like this turd. You're gonna come out here and tell me this turd. I just is your favorite. I I can't help it. I as you know, when I first started watching it, I um I thought I liked the whole Jesse Rory thing. I did. Uh (laughs) but then re watching it and you know, catching it in syndication, I just I don't know, I I liked Logan and Rory's story. It just, it seemed right. You mean the one where she liked him for so long and he didn't even know who she was? And she had to keep putting herself out there just for him to realize she existed? Yeah, but she came from a world where Rory was like on a pedestal, right? She, she was, she was. That's a good point. Always like, everyone's always like, look, it's, it's like, Rory. Look at Rory. She's Correct. Her. But so was he. He and was I rich have and privileged. Dog eyes, you yeah. should love me. But yeah, that's the thing. That's why I don't like Lorelai or Rory because it's always like we're so quirky and awesome and everyone loves us. And so it's probably a good thing that she goes out there and all of a sudden someone treats her like, "Hey, you're a fucking person," and no one cares. That's how the real world is. I mean, I'm sure she, I I know she got turned down in many instances, 
Mm. It's not... Did she? She... I mean, she had to struggle a little. Everything For wasn't example, handed. when she went on a blind date, or just a regular date with a guy from her political science class or something, she was expecting him, like, she didn't like it, and she was expecting him to feel Is bad, like, if she was... Hair? Like, she was supposed to turn him down, uh. and she was really surprised mm. that, you know, why wouldn't everyone want to be with her and be so sad when she goes to turn them down? Yeah. It just, I don't know, it, he brought her out, and uh. it just, it felt right. For the record, and I, I hate felt the like, character. I felt like <laughs> she brought really out stuff. Do. Yeah. I thought Thank she you. brought up stuff about, about him. Oh, he's him. just gross. He's just he's everything rhyming, you right? hate in men. I'm sorry. He's just a sleazy. He just he's is. Like a rich, privileged guy who's like, it's hard to like that. Ooh. I mean, to be fair, I... She, I mean, during every part of the relationship, she had to force herself in. Even when they were, like, living together, she had to force herself in. What about... Uh, it's what about... Nuts. What about Luke is Blair worse, though, right? and Chuck? Okay, so they're twisted, but I love them. I Why know they're twisted. I know they're twisted, but I love them. Because they're both twisted. Because they're both, I guess, I don't know. Okay, now <laughs> that you put it that way. I guess. Did she change with him? You know and what? He he's like that dude, but on steroids. Chuck Bass I think it's more because like she's so pure, and he's so not, and I just don't like the melding. But Whereas with Blair Chuck and Blair, so they both were kind of, they both had the same issues. They were both the same type of person. And they played each other too, didn't they? I mean, they both did terrible things to each other. They yeah. both did great things to each other. Uh-huh. I don't know. Just I guess the way the back and forth was with them, I just enjoyed it more. Mm. I'm not saying they're better. I'm not saying they're like good people. I mm. just enjoyed their relationship more. I felt like there was so much in that one relationship. Mm-hmm. And I just realized just you into really a Gilmore Girl podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, you really paid attention uh-huh. to Gossip Girl. Yeah. Because you knew who we were talking about. Oh, no, because I hate Chuck, Chuck Bass so much. Cause the Why? Guy, he's the best character on that so show. He's so over the top. I know, okay, and it's great. Ever, Do you see how he okay, always has the little thing him, in his pocket? Have you seen CW's Flash? Yeah. Do you know um, the friggin' the Frost guy? I forgot his name. Um, Captain Cold? The way What's-His-Face plays him all the time? Um, um, yeah, from... You know how he's um, super over the top? He's like, I'm a villain. and Yes, the guy yeah, from Jailbreak. Yeah. How he's crazy over the top. Chuck Bass is that times ten. I know, but he's How supposed to be that like way. It? Why? He's supposed to be that way it's... again because privilege, <laughs> oh, privilege, God. and he's never been privilege denied. Turns you into like a. But little... also, he was evil. He was. You knew he was the devil because uh-huh. they played him as the devil from the first episode. Mm. I mean, how do you how do you like a character at the end that like almost well basically slept with an underage girl? Spike. From Buffy? No. I mean... <laughs> Probably. Not going there. But you know what I mean? Like, they, he he did one of the worst things, uh-huh. and yet at the end of the season, you're still like, no, but I still kind of like him. <laughs> so... Okay. Um. Yeah. I'm glad we did yours first. Why? <laughs> because it, it brought on a whole lot of conversation. Here's... Uh, and I, this completely goes against my, like, I can't stand the show, but I know so fucking much about it. I don't like... The main three guys, I don't like any of them. Jess is just, he's got his for own Gilmore damn Girls. issues. Yeah, for Gilmore Girls. Jess has his own issues he's got to deal with. Like, he is not a good guy. Luke is a fucking idiot. He's cheating on his wife and stuff. I'm going to go hang out with my high school girlfriend. Like, fucking get over it. Who are you and, talking about? Is that the same Luke? Or what, what's the guy Dean that, like, Logan? Dean? Lo- oh, Dean. Dean, Her yes. first boyfriend. There we go. He's Luke and something else, isn't he? Or, I don't know. Uh, oh, Chester, uh, or yeah, Dean Winch- Super- Oh, Supernatural. I don't know. Uh, but Logan is just a D-bag. I just do not like that guy. Get bad vibes. 
So all in all, I don't think they've ever introduced like a main romantic figure into her life where I'm like, oh, that makes sense. I feel like at the end, Jess has grown into himself to where he could he be could? a potential. Yeah, I could see dater. that. Well, I like, mean, obviously, when in, he was a teen, he had uh, plenty of issues. Yeah. Not good. But towards <laughs> the end, uh-huh. I think he had turned his life around. He realized what he had and what he, he lost. Mm. And he truly just wanted the best for her. So yeah. I think... If that Just could happen. was never going to work out. He needed to go to New York and save the cheerleader and <laughs> save the world. So it'll never, watch never that. happen. What? I know. Oh, man. Wait. I know. I know that's totally off topic, but which which Milo role do you love more? Do you love the Jess from Gilmore Girls or do you like Peter Petrelli from Heroes? Totally off uh, topic, but I'm curious. Uh, which one do you love more? That's a hard one. I remember when he was in a Fergie music video? I'll throw that in for you. Oh, God. The tattoos. <laughs> okay. Remember when mom was like, I love him. He's so hot. When she that saw that, you're like, weird. ew. Yeah, his mom was like, yeah, I love that song. And he's so hot. I'm like, oh, gosh. I think he looks exactly like your son. That's terrible. Yeah. So, which one? <laughs> uh, I don't know. To be honest, I, I think probably Jess. Nice. Okay. All right. Um, do you want to go next, Lindsay, or should I? Sure. Okay. Um, I'm going to cheat. I have two, so I'm just going to put them out there. Go ahead. I have Summer and Zeth from the OC and Daphne and Ian Aww. from What a Girl Wants. Oh, okay. Yeah. So one was a movie and one was a show. Uh-huh. What a Girl Wants. Um, what a Girl Wants was an Amanda Bynes uh-huh. movie. <laughs> I'm sure you have. But I don't know. When she meets her real dad... And she goes to London, and he's actually, like, royal. No, I haven't seen it. No? No. Oh. It's not really... My, I'm not the demographic. It, yeah. yeah, definitely not. But I was obsessed with that one. And mm. then Summer and Zeth. I don't know. Mm. Something about their relationship. It was just so cute. Yeah. Okay. It's, the OC was bearable because of Seth. That, that's the one character I was like, I'm not relatable to him. as well. I really No, I, I grew to like Like, her. she changed once they... They were uh-huh. a couple, I feel like. I she does comedy yeah. well. I like her. Oh, hell yeah, that she does. That actress, uh-huh. uh, Rachel Bilson, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. She's but, very cute. Yeah. Adam Brody's character was super relatable. At the same time, I'm like, well, I've never been super rich or had a really cool best friend. But you live in the OC. But I did live in the OC. I know, but no, I just, no. I still don't think that was relatable to people who <clears throat> live in the OC. Oh, hell no, that it was wasn't. like, what, Newport Beach living? Yeah, it's all like I the, mean... And I don't know if they really live that way. I don't either. Maybe. Okay. Uh-huh. Maybe a couple of them. So what did you, what was it about like um, uh, the OC one that you liked so much? Um, I think the two different worlds coming together and uh-huh. still somehow working for okay. a while. Because Zeth was mm. a nerd and yeah. um, an outsider. And then, of course, Summer was a popular girl, pretty girl. Mm. And could not relate to any of his references or his jokes or anything. But somehow <laughs> they still... Kept it going and yeah. kept it together for a I while. Oh, uh-huh. it was a friendship. First, right? Well, no. The, no? Like, the basis of the relationship is that friendship. Okay. Like, just that, I don't know, will always be there for you mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. No matter what. Mm. But, yeah, that's that's a good one. I like that one. Thanks. Okay. And what about the one from What a Girl Wants? I think it was half just because I was madly in love with the actor that played Ian. Um, I'm going to say that influenced my choice a lot. But, okay. Um, I think it was because 
I don't know. It was cool because she was thrown, again, a whole mm-hmm. alternate reality she didn't know about. She just thought her dad was someone who left when she was a baby. Uh-huh. But really, no, he's royal and he's from overseas. Okay. So. That's <laughs> I think that's like we're all secretly hoping. I mean, really. Just need <laughs> to get out of this. powers and money. It's yes, crazy. That'd be fantastic. Royalty. And then, I don't know. I think um, just because he was kind of the one thing she could relate to because she couldn't really relate to her dad. She didn't really know know much about him. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, the prim and proper of being royalty. Um, He was... I'm blanking. I should have, you know, done my research and (laughs) rewatched it again because I haven't seen it in many years. But um, he was somehow related. He he came into the picture. I think she just met him out on the streets Uh and... um, he showed her a more relatable side of London mm-hmm. to where she kind of felt like she fit in and she would mm-hmm. want to stay there, mm-hmm. you know, as opposed to going back home. I, I just liked how he kind uh-huh. of helped guide her in that way. As I'm thinking about this, is this related? Is this similar at all to like Princess Diaries? I know it kind of has the same like, premise, huh? Wait a second. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> okay. But apparently, those were all really you know, going in the, the <laughs> 90s, 2000s era. Yeah. The whole princess thing. Uh-huh. But, yeah. No, it's worth watching. If okay. you like, if you can stand Amanda Bynes, I know she's not everyone's cup of tea. I thought she was really funny back in the day. I loved her, but I know she's crazy now. It's okay. Lots of yeah. drugs. Oh, not her fault. Girl. But, yeah. yeah. It, it's a good movie. Okay. Um, for mine, because um, I'm not, you know, I don't really like the dramas and stuff, so it was, it was hard to find, like, a good, like, relationship. Because a lot of times if it's a comedy... They bring someone in, season or two, like that person's out, they bring in someone new. Uh, but then I was thinking back to Skins. Um, have you ever seen Skins? It's the British version, there's a British show. It's kind of like a more mature Degrassi, if that makes sense. I can't remember, because there's two Skins, correct? There's a, there's a US or Canadian version, I don't and it was fucking terrible. And there's a UK version, which is the only one you should watch. So it's like, yeah, it's, it's really good. And um, basically, with every series, like every two seasons, they switch to a new cast and a new cast. And with season five and six, there's these two characters that get together that you wouldn't expect. One's like a metalhead. His name's Rich. And he's just like, he kind of hates everything. He's kind of happy to be an outsider. And there's there's this girl that's just like the really sweet princess and stuff. And she's all into ballet. And her name's, uh, so I think it's Sophia Blood. And... You know, he she sees him having a hard time. She tries to be a good friend and like go up to him and build a relationship and she kinda of develops feelings for him, asks her asks him out and he's just like, No, I'm not gonna do that. So they try and like still be friends and stuff. She's like, you know, oh, you know, I can go to a rock concert and he's like, You're not gonna go to a fucking rock concert, look at you. She ends up going, she ends up loving it. He shows her this whole other world and stuff. And um of just like metal and rock music and eventually she like think he goes to see a performance of hers. And the thing I liked about it was, like most relationships, when you have these opposites, what you find is one person, or both both people will bring out different sides of different people. Um, you know, with me and Heather, like, Heather's very strong. I, Prior to meeting Heather, I think I was more of a doormat. Oh, hold on, that's our warning that we got to take a quick break. So, I'm going to go ahead and pause it. Are you having trouble with melodramatic, angsty teenagers' lives completely turning your sleepy little town upside down? Are you having trouble with teenagers and high schoolers going and getting drunk and having big parties that end up ruining your entire house? Or worse, maybe they get into accidents or something and the entire town has to be focused on that. Or 
Are you having trouble with teenagers who can't decide whether to be in the musical or be on the basketball team? And for some reason, that's the biggest decision that must be made within the town. If you're tired of that the way I was tired of that, I suggest going to Myers Pest Control. Michael Myers Pest Control will take care of any of these teens that are in the way. You act like you don't know what's going on. And it's done real quick. And unlike Kruger Pest Control, he does not sleep on the job. So, if you're having trouble with teens, go to www.myerspestcontrol.com.pestcontrol/pestcontrol. Thank you. All right, and we're back. Um, I was in the middle of explaining how a lot of times we have two opposites. They bring out, they tend to bring out the best in each other. What you're missing, or a part of you that you might be holding back, like being with Heather. Um, she's shown me how to be stronger, how to actually, you know, talk back to people if I'm not getting the respect I deserve. Uh, she's made me work harder if it weren't for her. In all honesty, had I never met my wife, and I'm not trying to kiss up or anything, I would still be living at home. I'd still be walking everywhere without a license, and I would not have graduated or gotten any sort of degree whatsoever. And that's because she inspired me. She's the one that pushed me. She's total opposite of who I am. She's incredibly hardworking. She hasn't settled for anything less than excellent. And she's just, she's, I don't know. This is all recorded, Jesse. Yeah. She's going to be able to use this as ammo, <laughs> as needed. I know. So well, you I might want to rein it back a little bit. This is all stuff that I've said before, and I'm not sure what I give her, but like, let's say like with you and Angelo, and you know, I see, I think from you two being together, like I feel like I've seen another side of you that's very strong and like, you're not afraid to tell someone off at all. You're willing to get a little spicy at times, and in the past, but I think for... BC or before Angelo (laughs) before Chavez Um, I don't think that was really there at least you wouldn't bring it out as easily as you do now I don't tell anyone off and by the way do not bring Dungeons and Dragons (laughs) into this because that's the only time I ever fight back no no I've seen you I've seen you get spicy with people where I'm like ooh alright I'm glad I'm not pissing her off today I don't I've seen Judging you off. Me with Judge. what? No. With what? Uh. No, you get in your moods. Wow. Okay. Mm. <laughs> this is becoming an attack Angela. on Lindsay. This is, this is, folks, this is going to be the last recording you hear from me. Sorry, I don't like being attacked. <laughs> this is exactly what I'm talking about. She's not afraid to talk shit. So, um, But that's what I like. I mean, you know, when shows, they show like, oh, there's opposite tracks. And, you know, like, eh, does it really? And in my experience yeah and from what i've seen in real life like if you find the right person they bring out what's missing in you and they make you a more of a whole person so that's one of the reasons i really liked watching these two come together because you really kind of fall for them you see what they like about each other you see their faults you see them help each other through those faults so that's for a guy that doesn't give a shit about watching shows about relationships that's my favorite relationship nice thank you and we are finally coming towards the end of the podcast where we are going to be talking about the, the worst TV show or movie that we've seen. So, anyone want to go first oh. or I can go first? I don't really care. Uh, Is there a chance to crap on? Yes. <laughs> I'm afraid. Who are you going to I think offend? I'm getting this right. I hope I'm getting the... Uh, the Secret World of American Teenager. Or Secret Life. Secret Life of an American Teenager. Secret Life of an American Teenager. No, not that. Oh my gosh. No, no, now that you say that, I'm remembering. I'm like, oh, that was bad. It was like, sex, 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 sex. Sex was said like five times in a six word sentence or something. It was. You'll get pregnant and you'll die. Yeah. I've never heard the word sex used so much in a sentence. Mm I've never seen so much baby 
fluid and stuff pushed <laughs> around to 30 different other people. My thing like, was, like, you, in the first, like, week, you saw someone getting pregnant, and then not you think, for the rest of the seasons, that wouldn't be a problem anymore, right? Because you <laughs> learned your lesson. But it's not! It happens again, everyone! <laughs> and again. I, no. Well, no. <clears throat> it was a terrible show. That's a very good yes. one. That would just, I mm. could not imagine it. I would not want my teenager watching that. It just... I don't know how many brain cells mm-hmm. I love, like lost watching mm-hmm. that show. I tried. I probably got in three episodes, two or three episodes, uh-huh. and it was just... Oh, yeah. Where I'm like, who is writing this? Clearly not anyone that's ever experienced being a teenager, because I don't remember saying sex that much. It was kind of like a PSA gone commercial. Yeah, it's like or... <laughs> when they stand it several seasons. Yeah, they got a better budget for PSA. Yeah. <laughs> it just, it was really bad. I couldn't. Mm. Yeah, like, like teenagers were like, did you touch his penis? Did you put his mouth, your mouth on the penis? Like, what teenagers talking like that? It's yes. Just, uh... How else were they learn? Yeah. <laughs> you want to go next or should I go next? I'm afraid I'm going to um, be mad. <laughs> sure, I'll go. You're going to upset me. I am going to upset you. You're going to upset me? Yes, I am. I, that's not why I can I only assume that's not why what I, you're going to talk that's not crap I, about. That's not why I brought you on here. I swear to God, if it's Riverdale. Okay. It is. It isn't. Okay. <laughs> we can continue. Okay. Um, I want to know. So, I'm cheating. I Again, I have a movie and a, uh-huh. a show. And wow, then okay. My movies are real cheat because I haven't even watched them. But they're so disgusting that I don't even want to. Like, every single disgusting. time I Which see one? it, I I don't want to. And I'm going to get a lot of haters for this. But the American Pie movies, they drive me nuts. Oh. They drive me nuts. Uh, but people the still one? bring them up like, oh, they're so good. They're not good. They're okay. not good. We they're not. We were literally about talking about this. it tonight. We're like, how come we haven't said that American Pie is our favorite? And it's like, I said it's because it doesn't have any substance. It's it doesn't. Very, it's a lot it's of fun. It's not. But it's fun. It brought out a lot of other movies after that. Uh-huh. Wouldn't you say? But I, I agree. I have watched a lot of the American Pie Gone Beta or, oh, you know, all the, all the spin-offs with none of the original characters. Holy mm-hmm. crap, it's just Make an opportunity mile, yeah. to push the buttons and, and mm-hmm. see how much yeah. nudity mm-hmm. we could get on the screen at once without mm-hmm. it being porn. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's raunchy, it's stupid, but I one of my favorite, favorite movies... No, Heather. Is American Reunion. <laughs> oh my god. Now, we can't be friends anymore. Uh, wait, you haven't seen it though. I, I cried. No. no. Lindsay, no. Lindsay. I Lindsay, can't. I cried. No. no. We saw it in theater, right? Yes, we did. You paid money and for that. Yes. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, can't. I, I can't. had to. I was actually excited. I grew up watching it's these okay. guys in it's all fine. the films. <laughs> it's alright. It's alright. And as much as this sounds weird, like it reminded me of my guys. Like I just You're dorky friends from yeah I love they're not dorky you, you, jealousy you, i detect jesse oh no not at all they're <laughs> honestly i think if i went to high school with them i'd probably be friends with them too i would have fit right wish in. oh i'm sorry i'm not i'm i'm not cool enough for stage crew apparently <laughs> dang okay i'm also gonna put out there pretty little liars because i invested so many hours of my life for oh, that god and that is your worst oh right? my god thank god it's 
it, I mean, you're At like, point, I'm I pushing through for you. something. I know I it. I know I'm pushing through, through for something. Oh. And then you get to another season. I'm going to push through, though, because you're going to find out who A is. Then you find out who A is, and you're like, oh, there's second A. I'm going to push through and figure <laughs> out who second A, a is. Yeah. And then you get to the last season, and you're like, what has my life been about? your uh. head into the TV. Well, this is the thing? worst uh. way you could end something. I mean, you could have ended it any other way, and I would have been like, all right. You know, I wasted time, but all right. But I swear to God, is they like, just... Is it the lost of teen just shows? Just <laughs> ruined it. I don't know who was on what when they did that, but uh, I can't. I can't. Here's the thing. I was going to say that, but I haven't seen enough of it to be like, that's the oh, worst Oh, no, you can. Show. I'll allow you. Just because, like... It's terrible. I was watching terrible. it. Like, the entire time I watched it, I'm like, why is this town letting these girls live here when clearly everything bad happens because they live there? Like, get but these girls... But they're just little teen the girls. What them? trouble could they get into? And the entire world just revolves around them. Like, the entire friggin' police department's just like, oh... Another murder involving those girls. Oh, what are we going to do? I'm going to date your mom. Yeah, it's like, what the fuck is happening? But if also, you, when you can date a teacher, town, be... not weird. Oh, not weird. Yeah. God. You see, that's it's why okay. I like Freezing Geeks, because the first scene is showing, like, a, high, a, a jock and a cheerleader, like, arguing on the bleachers. Like, ugh, it's everything I hate about a teen show. Then they go underneath the bleachers, where it's these guys that, like, no one pays attention to. They're the guys in the background that no one ever pays attention to in a show. I'm like, finally, these guys are getting, like, all the attention. And Pretty Little Liars is the exact opposite of that. We're just, like, the most dramatic, obnoxious fucking people in in the show, like, or in this world. That's what they focus on. It's bad. Like, it drives it's me bad. nuts. I, I just, I felt violated. Right? Like, just I wrong. Just, yeah. Just like, I wanted the hours just, back. I wanted my life yeah. back. I did, and I can't say that about many. someone that I just didn't know their true self, <laughs> uh. and all of a sudden you just start getting these, like, skeletons that are not even interesting, you're just like, and you're like, some of these things don't even go together. What? <laughs> what, what are you thinking? It's, that's my, it sounds like Lost, where you're, <laughs> near the end you're like, what the fuck did I watch? It's, it was an experience. No. One that I regret. Yeah. Uh, for me, mine, I, like I said, I was going back and forth between two. One was Pretty Little Liars, but I'm like, haven't seen enough to really judge it. And the other was Gossip Girl. No! Yes, I'm sorry. The characters no. are fucking annoying. They're not very believable. They're over the top. I'm like, who? I why? Like, Who's writing these characters? Who thinks this is relatable? Who thinks this is believable? Like, these characters aren't fun. And the twist of, like, who the person is, it's like, yeah, I feel that, like that's pretty aging, obvious. This is one of those ones where it kind of mm. is, runs against it. it. Yeah. yeah, like, because when we were watching it while... Uh-huh it was first coming on. Like, yeah. some of the things weren't that bad or some of the things were relatable. Mm-hmm. Now, rewatching it again, as I have as an yeah. adult, I can definitely say, yes, there are parts where you're just like, oh, cringe yeah. moment, but... Well, I think it also, yeah. for me, is the fact that, like, it's the whole reason I don't like the Kardashians. You've got these people that are already rich and influential. Everyone loves them, and they feel like everyone loves them. And so you're giving these people focus, and it's like, Why? They already have like this amazing life, and they make their own problems. I'm just gonna throw it out there. Chuck and Blair. That's why I watch oh, it. Oh God. That's I all I care about. The fashion and that's like all I care the, about. the experiences. Well, they yeah they. Well, that's why you I watch mean, those shows. Hair and makeup you know alone. About, like that life. Right? Yeah. yeah. That show was over the top. Like, I wish I was that dressed up and go meet with my and had a party for a party just to introduce yeah. a party. Yeah. Just yeah. always something to do. I forgot a question, and that was... Sorry about that. Um, but I forgot to ask about favorite relationship between a parent and child. Or I teenager. We, I think we actually answered that within our questions, right? I, 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 I know I cheated and did. Veronica uh. Mars and her dad. Oh. And ah. she said Lorelai uh. and mm-hmm. Rory from Gilmore Girls. Okay. What's yours? 
fucking took it. It's, it's Veronica Mars. It's, it's Keith and Veronica Mars. How dare you agree? <laughs> I was just... Um, no, I just love the relationship between them because, like, Keith has so much faith and love for his daughter. Like, he, he does have a lot of confidence in her. He knows he's raised her to be... Invice. But he also has a distrust yeah. of everyone else. Yes. Which kind of conflicts with that. Uh, well, I mean... That's where they usually butt heads is when she's like, no, I'm going to be okay. And he's like, I know you'll be okay, but everyone yeah. else, though. Uh-huh. But just seeing the way, they, the way that they interact with each other and stuff. And, like, even when things aren't great, like, she still goes home and, like, he's like, oh, you know, we're going to have spaghetti. And he's like, oh, my favorite. And, like, she's just happy to have him. Like, she cherishes him and stuff. And, like, he really, he you can tell, like, he has so much love and respect for her and stuff. And, you know, when I had our daughter, um, that's, I, growing up, like, I was like, that's what I want. I want my daughter to grow up and know that, like, if she's in trouble, she's not like, oh, shit, I hope my dad doesn't find out. If she does get in trouble, she's like, I'm going to go to my dad. He's not going to judge me. He's going to help me out. This, he's the person I trust, and he's the person that, you know, I know I can count on. Yeah. So, yeah. So that would be my answer. Because um, their banter was amazing. Oh, yes, dude. Their back so and forth funny. was so amazing. And it came off as natural. I mean, that's one yeah. of the things I didn't like about yeah. Lorelai and Rory is because... It sounded like they were just trying to get to the next line. I'm like, fuck, really? You guys are just back and forth real quick. But I feel like they They're made try, it Just their trying own. to get through it. They uh, made it that type of dialogue their own. It didn't feel natural. Uh, well, I don't know. I, I, I felt like that was them. Mm-hmm. That's part of who they are. Yeah. I don't know. All right, well, I'm going to close out. I know you said maybe we shouldn't, but I'm going to do it anyway. Mount Rushmore of teen shows and... And, and movies. So who would be what would be the four movies or shows that be under Mount Rushmore? Doing the thing that Heather said she needed time to think about. Yes. Now if you want I can go first, that's fine. Yeah. Or, yeah, you guys need a little bit of time? That's fine. Yeah, that's difficult. Five? <laughs> no, four. Four. Four yeah. is even difficult. Oh man. Um Alright, so that was this was a hard. Because then you're also like, not trying to recycle the ones you've already brought up. Yeah, but you right? kind of do want. So in a way, it's like our top five because we already named our favorite movie. Yeah. Are they movies and shows still? Movies and shows. Yeah. You can so combine a them. Ooh. Yeah. This is so. Um, I think mine would probably be super bad. Um, probably freaks and geeks. Daria, and oh man. I had them all earlier. Um, dang, what was it? Oh my gosh, I feel stupid. Freaks and Geeks, Daria. Um, I guess Skins. Skins actually did a really good job. Skins impresses me just because like the writing in it is so good. Um, I don't know, have you seen Skins, Lindsay? I still I couldn't remember. Yes. Yeah, you okay. you asked that. I couldn't remember which version I've okay. seen. I've seen a version. All right. I couldn't tell you which one. Yeah. The bad one or the good one. Okay. Well, uh, I don't know because Heather said in the past like she really liked the writing in it, and that's because a lot of times the writers were very young. They were writing from their own experiences. So, yeah, those would probably be my four. Cool. <laughs> no, it's a good night. Thanks. Uh, no, I I agreed with you. Okay. Um. So, Now and Then was the movie that I listed earlier, right? Uh And then, you know, when it came to shows, it was, like, Freaks and Geeks and Popular. Mm -hmm. I couldn't decide between the two because they gave me the same with different tones. Uh Um, So, my four would be Clueless. Damn Nice. Daria. Uh And I couldn't decide between Degrassi and Skins because it's just like saying Freaks and Geeks and Popular. 
Oh, that's rough. Yeah. So it it was really tough, but I'd have to say Degrassi because that's where I like I dipped my toes Arf. into like <laughs> teen dramedy. Ah. Oh. And but come on, how many times have we been like, "There's gonna be a car crash, or there's gonna be a shooting"? I can't help it. Ugh. I can't. I just, I, I, yeah, I can't. But hmm. all right, so Clueless. Clueless is come okay. on. That Clueless one, is severely under. Rewatching yeah. it as I get older, I'm like, dang, this is can we really talk about good how movie. good Paul Rudd ages? <laughs> yes. Like I want his skincare routine now. I've literally googled it so many times. Uh-huh. I just want to know how does he stay so good looking I for so long? So He's I, like almost fifty. Jesus he probably is Christ. fifty. It's crazy. Uh-huh. Sorry. In, in regards to that movie, like I spent the longest time like avoiding that movie. So I'm like, ugh, I want to watch this. This is fucking stupid. It was like one of my brother's favorite movies, and Heather made me watch it. I'm like, this is actually a very fun movie. Like I, I don't know. I ended up liking it a lot. I was really surprised. Like this is actually kind it's of not a smart movie. Specifically, necessarily a girl movie, even no, though it's it not. seems like yeah. it is. It has a lot of girl issues. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Real quick, I, I'm surprised no one's brought up 10 Things I Hate About You. Because it was Ooh, a t- Such okay. a good one. <laughs> I kept thinking about that one, uh-huh. but it, it felt like um, like an American Pie in a way, where it no was like way, a typical... No. It's a typical... It really isn't, though. Yes, I don't think so. it's a recycled Or like story. she's all that, no one said that one. You know, okay, that's... Uh-huh. That's one I it's thought kind of guaranteed classic. everyone was going to ring up. So I no. just didn't want to bring something up that everyone would. Yeah. But I, That's why I, I loved myself some She's All That. <laughs> I watched that on repeat for sure. Uh-huh. Lainey uh, Boggs. Oh, gosh. gosh. And I was tempted to bring up Josie and the Pussycats. I'm like, is that really? Oh, my God. That was the other movie. Detroit Rock City. Sorry. But yeah, Detroit, uh, Josie and the Pussycats. I was like, should I bring that up? Is that really a teen movie? It doesn't feel like it. It's more of a satire on like the music industry. But it came out around the time that a lot of the teen movies were popping out. So, yeah. I mean, in my top four, mm. I have a, a random one, too. So I'll give mm. it to you. Okay. Sorry, go ahead and do your top four. Okay. So I'm going to repeat my Buffy and Roswell just okay. because... Forever. Okay. They will forever be there. Um, I threw in two then that I didn't talk about. Um, one is Mean Girls. Oh, that's another one. Because it came a little later, but uh-huh. man, is it hilarious one. and did it cover a lot of issues. Oh, definitely. Loved that. And then I'm throwing one in that's dear to my heart. I was a really odd child, but I rewatched <laughs> the movie Selena like a million times. Is that a teenage movie? It's not. Um, well, she was she was a teenager in it, right? Because they're portraying her Whoa, as a teenager. This is not... I know. I'm sorry, guys. I just had to. But like that was a movie that I watched as a teen because uh-huh. I was so interested in her life and and how it was cut so short. Uh-huh. So you know what? To do my due diligence, uh-huh. I'm throwing Selena in there. I didn't see. I've never seen the movie. So this got brought up last time. Last because podcast. Because he's yeah. never seen it. Why? Derek was gonna disown me. He's like, really? It's so good. I even had him watch it, and he said it wasn't the worst thing he's ever seen. <laughs> which is which is an endorsement. It's high praise for Angelo. Yes. Um, no, it's just like I've I've never felt a need to like. Can I don't know, like she had a good song, and it sucks that she was killed. Like that was it. Like I don't well, feel. Well, see, any I didn't even know that thing. going in. Really? I was what? so you're like I just really like Kayla, or that I didn't even know. Uh-huh. I had no idea going in what it was about. Yeah. I mean, I knew it was about a person who was a performer, but mm-hmm. I had, I didn't even know that she was killed That's while so watching. Sad. It. So yeah. Uh-huh. All right, I'm gonna pose one last question. It's gonna be kind of hard. Oh. I know, I know, I know. Sorry, just this, this. I want to end a certain way. I think this is a good one. What makes a good teen show or movie? I think a little bit of everything, where you can laugh, mm-hmm. but then there's also a little bit of drama. Yeah. As somehow, if you can keep that balance mm-hmm. n- by not tipping the scales too much, that's, I think it needs that's to what I like. Answer questions. Like what? 
the typical questions that you have. Okay. Like, am I the only one that learned how to... Oh, you're getting philosophical. Give a blowjob. You know, what were you watching? What <laughs> <laughs> teen show is this? Is this the American Pies? I knew I should no, have watched No, no, no. Okay. What? I feel like there was a show that we saw that on. Because they have, like, you know, those shows where they get raunchy or whatever, but at the same time, it, it, like, it makes sense why it's on there. That Somebody actually went through that. Mm-hmm. You know, and you go through those moments as well, and it's like, okay, is Almost the masturbation, stuff, really? you know, mm. a usual thing? Is everyone doing this as well? Is, you know, somebody oh, like feeling... did a good job of yeah, that. Yeah, someone feeling like they're not part of anything. Like, uh-huh. is it just me, or does everyone feel like that? Okay. Just answering those questions as, you know, about yourself, yeah. basically, and as a teenager. That's what makes a good teen movie or or show, uh-huh. whether it's drama or comedy or whatever that may be. It's it's answering those questions that you're living with, that you're, you know, struggling with, or you're mm-hmm. just wondering. You just yeah. have that question in your head. Mm-hmm. So you know, relating to it. Okay, nice. Um, for me, I kind of think it's all about authenticity. I like to see a show. I mean, because obviously. Those years, I I agree with you. There's got to be comedy, but there's also got to be some drama or tragedy, because a lot of times when you're going through that those ages, like everything feels huge, and it's it's in my opinion a really a successful mm-hmm. like show or movie will go ahead and show the the comedic side of it, but also show like yeah the tragic side, but also show that there that the the main characters get through it, that there is a way out, that there is an end, and there is something more positive at the end of all of it. Um, I guess but, growth too, right? Yeah, growth, 100%, where you see the kid, you know, the the main character maybe learning and stuff. Um, but definitely authenticity and just showing, like, how absurd being a teenager is and how just nutty everything is. But definitely, it's definitely got to have that balance where, like, it's relatable, and but you still enjoy the ride. Because that's kind of like what being a teenager is. It's fun. It can scary, but it, a lot of it's fun. And when you look back, like, God, I had a good time. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Anything else, guys? No. <laughs> Anything else, Dad? Okay. Um, all right. I think that'll be it. Thank you, Lindsay, for being part of the podcast today. Thanks for inviting me. No problem. And thank you to everyone that wrote in. Let us know what you liked. And yeah, just have a good one.